Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 361 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about how to communicate the picture, aka how to create the content. In last week's episode, I spoke about Winnie Lingovic's three C's of content creation, collect the dots, connect the dots, communicate the picture. After that episode, an awesome Insta homie reached out and was like, but how do you actually communicate the picture. So I'm doing an episode. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestroified. Three, two, one. Hello, friends. Maestro here, and welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. For this episode, we're going to continue with the theme from last episode, and I want to... I'm going to use this word because Dr. J. Pop loves it. I'm going to expound. I think it's a really weird word. I'm going to expound on uh, the last point, which was communicate the picture. So if you haven't listened to last week's Thursday Shorty, uh, Courtney, thank you. We'll link it in the show notes and you can check that out. The whole concept was how to never run out of ideas or if you're worried about running out, running out of ideas for content, what you can do. And one of the steps that I outlined was Winnie Lingovic's three C approach to content creation. The first C is collect the dots. The second C is connect the dots. And the third C is communicate the picture. Now, the dots are the things that happen to you throughout the day, just literally anything and everything. It's all information. It's all content. Once you've collected those dots, aka you've experienced those things and you've taken note, then we're going to connect those dots to whatever it is or however it is that we serve our people, the lessons we try to impart, things like that. And then point number three is communicate the picture, aka create the content, whatever that looks like, whether it's social media or, you know, a blog or a vlog or a podcast, whatever. So I put that episode out. Thank you for the, the positive feedback with that, by the way. I really, really enjoyed that episode. Uh, and I also love hearing from you also. Thank you. Uh, so I put that episode out and then someone DM'd me and I'm so sorry. I cannot remember who, but thank you because I think you're probably listening to this episode, so thank you for your DM. Uh, and they asked, you know, Maestro, I got a question for you. I hear it. I hear the three Cs. Sounds great, but, like, how do we actually communicate the picture? And I had a discussion with this person. I love chatting it up in the DMs, and they already knew the answer. They already knew what I was going to say. Uh, but I want to use this episode to highlight some of those things, because if she had that question, there's a good chance that you out there had that question as well. So... As it relates to actually communicating the picture, uh, especially for something like social media, uh, but this can apply to anything. The first question I have for you and the question that I asked her first was, what have you already done? Right? I, I, people ask me things and sometimes I think they're looking for answers, but I think most of the time people are, they just want me to hold the mirror. And I really do believe that the majority of, not the majority, everyone out there has the answer. They have their own answer that they need. They just sometimes need a little little bit of permission to go forward with it. So 
I, you know, I, I just asked her, what have you already done? And she like literally, <laughs> she went off and I was like, well, there you go. Keep doing that. And she was like, you know what? I, I anticipated you saying that. And, you know, part of me just like wanted it to be more complicated, but you're right. And she's like, and I also know that you're going to say next, do whatever allows you to stay in the game because longevity reigns supreme. And I was like, you are a star pupil. That is exactly it. So realistically with anything, right, it's about longevity. I actually sent an email out to my uh, newsletter, newsletter peeps earlier this week. If you're not on, love to have you there. I joined thousands of others on the list, excuse me, I guess I should say on the list that receives an email, not that often, maybe every, every week or so. I'm not spamming you or anything like that, but if you want to join others, you want to get maestrified in your mailbox, Courtney, thank you. You can click the link in the show notes. So I sent an email out to my newsletter all about the parallels between investing and life. Earlier last week, I completed a course by the one and only Ramit. Courtney, if you want to link him, that'd be awesome as well. Uh, and it was about, it was called Invest Your Money. And the, the parallels are, are numerous, but one of the biggest things is the fact that how time compounds your effort. Uh, time compounds your money. Like compounding, as according to Albert Einstein, is the eighth wonder of the world. So the longer that you're doing something, typically the, the, the more that you are rewarded. And oftentimes this reward isn't linear, right? It, it's compounded. So that in mind, as it relates to social media, the longer that you're in, the longer that you're around, the more likely it is that you're going to quote unquote win because you just have, you've opened yourself up to more opportunities for you to think about things, more ways for you to look at your content, more times, more opportunities for people to interact with your content. It's just, you know, the possibilities become limitless, endless, numerous, innumerable. I think that's the word I want to use, innumerable. So that in mind, when we're looking at creating as the young lady in the DM said, continue to do what will allow you to stay in the game the longest because longevity reigns supreme. So first question I had for her was, what have you already done? And the first question I have for you is, what have you already tried? And let's continue with that. You may need to, not may, you definitely need to give up this idea of perfection. My right? perfect doesn't exist. And most of the time, it's just another word or a synonym for procrastination. So uh, I did a post about this actually earlier in the week about being okay, sacrificing quality for quantity for a brief period of time if you find yourself in a creativity rut. If you're like, I don't know what to post or like you're kind of getting, um, getting in your own way. Uh, my suggestion there be okay sacrificing quality for quantity for a short period of time. And I should really say perceived quality because we are our own best or worst, harshest, that's the word. We are our, we are our own harshest critics. So you'll think like, oh, it's not that good. And then you post it and people absolutely love it. So be okay sacrificing quality for quantity for a short period of time, especially in a domain that you have expertise, you have familiarity with. Because the reality is if you have expertise there, what you perceive as lower quality will probably be mind-blowing for someone else. 
Uh, now, the reason I say be okay sacrificing quality for quantity is that quantity can absolutely beget quality, right? Reps on reps on reps on reps, and we see that plays in with this whole time notion, and quality comes from there. It's much easier to iterate and innovate on something than it is to actually just simply create something. So we allow ourselves to cre to start the process, right? So you just let anything out, get anything out. We're focused on quantity, not quality. And then from there, we can edit it. We can change it. We can use it as inspiration to create something that we perceive to be of a higher level of quality. The next thing to think about here as it relates to communicating the picture or actually creating the content is identify the things that you want to be doing, aka create shit that you enjoy. Like I go and watch my own reels. I watch them back and I'm like, that shit was good. Or I laugh at them. I know Alison Tenney is the same way and I love that about her. You should enjoy your content. That needs to come first. If you sit there when you're trying to create and you're like, what will people like? What will people like? What will people like? You will never get started. There needs to be, what do I like? What do I enjoy? Start there and look to attract an audience that enjoys the same things, right? Especially because audience could be singular, right? it could be one person, but more than likely it's more than one person, which means that you can never perfectly, you know, uh, satisfy every single person. Even though everyone may, may be nice and they may be in your corner and everyone's going to be like, I fucking hate that. But some people are going to like this thing more. This thing's going to resonate more with them today. And other times, you know, this other thing's going to resonate more with other people. And if you're sitting there trying to placate, please, wow, everyone all of the time, you're literally just going to be stuck. So start off with identifying what do you like? What do you want to be putting out there? What do you enjoy? You should be able to go back and look at your content and be like, that's funny, or I enjoy that. I don't know, maybe this is a little bit of an aside. That whole phrase of like, if you, if you look back on your stuff and you don't cringe, you waited too long. I think that's bullshit. I look back on my older stuff and I fucking love it. Why? Because it was the best that I could do at the time. That's all we ask is like, put your best foot forward, which is not necessarily an objective measure. This has to be the best every time. It's whatever you can do in that moment. Right? Especially if we tie this into the point that I had a little bit earlier ago of you know, being okay sacrificing quality for quantity. In reality, that's the best that you could do at that moment. You feel a little bit stuck, a little bit jammed up. It's still your best effort. So you know that shit, I want you to look back on your past stuff fondly. It was the best that you could be doing. And you know what? It's probably fucking a banger at the time. And maybe it's still a banger today, which is why in the last episode, I also suggested that if you're really stuck for ideas, just... Uh, reproduce, reuse your, your old content, okay? The next point here, the next suggestion with actually creating the content or communicating the picture is iterate. So that largely just means just get started, try anything, and see what sticks. And when, when I say see what sticks, I'm kind of like, in my mind, I'm like, is this saying throw shit at the wall and see what sticks? Yeah, kind of. It kind of is because I just want you to get started. People are trying to plan so much when in reality, the most important step is simply getting started. You can develop the plan and refine the plan afterwards, right? So just get started. As relate, let's, you know, let's give you a singular example. If this is Instagram, literally just create anything. It could be a static post. It could be a video. It could be a reel. It could be 
a swipe content. It could be a tweet that you put up as you know, swipe content. It could be something you create in Canva. Fuck, it could be create, it could be something that you create in the notes section of your phone. You screenshot it and you put it up. Because again, tying back to the point before, let's be okay sacrificing quote unquote quality for quantity so we can get started and then we can look to iterate, we can look to improve on whatever it is that we put out there. Now, when I say, you know, post get started and see what sticks, I mean what sticks for both, or what sticks with both, I guess is right, with both you and your audience. So yes, it does matter, you know, if people find it helpful, but we still need to get started with what we found helpful and what we enjoy. And then from there, we want to see what do people interact with? What have they said things about? And again, give people time to interact with it. Give people time to actually get the courage to say something about it. Give people time to actually find it helpful. While you're doing that, see what sticks for you. See what becomes easier. See what you like doing. Because maybe in the beginning, you're like, I don't really like that. But then you keep doing it. You're like, actually, I, I do like that. Or you just start and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. And you do it every Wednesday and suddenly you're like, I like this. And I think I can actually do this better. Right now in my head, I'm thinking about my girl, Rachel, who I'm so freaking proud of. This chick has just, it's so much of her personality, but it's, it's awesome to see it, you know, manifesting in tangible ways. And as it relates to social media, I watched her just get started. I watched her, you know, commit to, to showing up. I watched her start doing posts that were little largely, she was like, I was trying to figure this out. And now this chick is over here doing green screen reels, explaining these, you know, complex topics. And it's freaking amazing. And that all starts from simply getting started. So point number three there, iterate, just try something, get started and see what sticks. One of the cool things about something like social media and just how humans learn in general is that once is never. Meaning we need to say things a zillion times. And given the different learning styles, it's really helpful to say things in a bunch of different ways. So when you're creating content, it's not that you need to create different content or use different concepts for your content. Your best bet is actually to take the same concepts and say them a zillion times in as many ways as possible. So you take the same idea and you make it as a reel. You do it in your story. Talk about it in your stories. You make it as swipe content. When I say swipe content, I mean posts that have multiple slides. You can you know, create something on Canva that's swipe content. You could create something using Twitter, screenshot that, and, and that becomes swipe content. You could explain it using, again, your notes section. You just write it out and you put it up there. You just need to get started. Actually, my girl Holly, shout out to Holly. I'm thinking about when she first started, she would do a lot of what were at the, at the time called IGTVs, right? We just, they're just called long videos now, but that was how she needed to you know, that was the easiest way for her to get her ideas out there. And she wasn't as concerned with like, are people going to be watching this? It was like, let me just communicate this. Let me just communicate the picture. And then I can go from there. She actually DM me, I think this morning. And she came up with a, she, she put out a really good reel. And she was like, this was great. I, I, you know, forced me to be more concise with my messaging. It had a voiceover in it. It was a minute long. And that's a big change from the videos she was putting out before that were five minutes long and, you know, shot in landscape. And that comes from getting started, getting it out there, and then seeing what sticks, both for you and the audience, and then iterating on that, improving on that. And then understanding that there, we need to repeat ourselves. So the content that she put out was something she's spoken about in the past, but it's in a new way. 
Now it's in short, it's a shorter, more digestible format. And it lives on her, on her Instagram page and she can continue to do that and she could, you know, iterate on that again and come up with another way, another, come up with another way to communicate that picture. But either way, she's gotten the wheels turning, she's gotten things started and now she can continue to move forward. The last thing I want to talk about here is when you're communicating the picture, do it in, in ways that work for you. So this is not just the like specific format that you use to like create a post or create a podcast, whatever. It's how you actually work. So often I see on Instagram and it's always someone's trying to sell some shit that they're like, here's the system that you can do 57 posts in three minutes and then you batch it and then you recreate it with this and then you repurpose it and then you trim this off and then it's a YouTube video and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Worse off, anyone out there listening to this, that doesn't, it doesn't work. But don't feel pressure to try and use some system that you think you're supposed to be doing. So kind of, I spoke about this a little bit earlier where people, you know, the, the woman of my DMs was just like, hey, I thought it was supposed to be harder. I know the answer, but I just kind of wanted it to be harder. And I think as humans, we tend to do that. We kind of want to put barriers in our own way, right? The resistance, as Stephen Pressfield calls it, is very real. Uh, I think we also kind of do it to make ourselves feel more important. Like, here's this fancy way of doing it. I did it this way. We don't want things to be as simple necessarily as they are because perhaps it maybe reflects on us in some kind of way. Uh, but work in ways that work for you. So I tend to create content more in the moment. I've always done that. Even when I had a full-time job as a PT, I would be doing them at lunch. I'd be doing them after work. I, would, I could never batch. It just doesn't work for me. It still doesn't work for me. Like I can't batch podcast episodes. I can't batch emails. I can't batch anything. It doesn't work for me. I also like the flavor that I think gets added by doing things in the moment or on different days. But if that's how you work or if that's how you need to work for your schedule, then do that. Go ahead and batch. Go ahead and make it all at once. But either way, figure out what works best for you and allows you to communicate that picture and continue communicating that picture and then run with that. All right. Last thing, if you want some formal help with communicating the picture as it relates to using Instagram, my Instagram intensive opens next Monday. Well, if you listen to this episode on the day it drops, right, this episode should drop on March 24th. If you listen to this episode on the day it drops, that means that my, the doors will open officially to the public next. That's a lie. If you listen to this on the day it drops, it should be March 17th which means that the doors to the public will open next Monday, March 21st. For those of you that don't know, my Instagram intensive is a six-week online group coaching program for folks who are looking to learn how to use Instagram for business. I like to say this isn't Instagram coaching. It is business coaching for Instagram. The way that it works is we have six calls. Every Tuesday, we have a call for about two to two and a half hours. I teach on a specific topic. I do it live. It's called the intensive for a reason, namely because I know y'all are busy and I'm not trying to have you spread this workout across the week and then never actually get it done. So it's six weeks. Every Tuesday, we meet at 4 p.m. Pacific time. The calls last two to two and a half hours. I teach live. I share my screen. I share my phone so you can see how I'm doing the things. We have workshop time so that you actually do the things while you're with me because again, I know you're busy. And the big take home, the big takeaway from the course, from the program is that you gain the foundation and the confidence to show up as you. You will gain the skills on how to actually navigate Instagram, how to create posts 
but you are going to gain the confidence to show up and share your ideas, to show up and contribute to the conversation. Right, you will get started, and then we know longevity reigns supreme. You just need to keep iterating, need to keep going, and you'll see the results, the, the fruits of your labor down the road. So if that is something that sounds interesting to you, actually, I'll tell you the price too. It is $4.97 for six weeks. There's no payment plans or anything like that. It's only six weeks long. Uh, so if this is something that sounds interesting to you, the registration link uh, will be live on the 21st. Feel free to DM me in the interim, ask any questions that you may have about it. I've had, I have had over 400 professionals go through this thing. Uh, yes, they tend to be largely in the movement health field because of my background, but I've had CPAs go through it. I've had real estate agents go through it. I've had history teachers go through it. Um, I've had parents for spicy kids go through it. Shout out to Mary. She's the shit. So no, it's not just for movement professionals. Uh, but if you want to know if it would definitely help you, I am happy to chat about that. The link that is in the show notes, thank you, Courtney, will be live uh, on the 21st. So uh, we'll put the link that'll take you to the website. And then once you go to my website, there's another button on there uh, that will actually take you to the registration page. And that button will not be live until the 21st. And it will be live from the 21st until the 25th of March. I take 50 people each round to ensure quality and make sure I can answer all of your questions. And so that the calls aren't like 11 billion hours long. Uh, so if you're interested, go ahead and make those moves. All right. I do believe that is it. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. You tune in, you DM me, you legit listen. Rhonda was listening the other day. She had me up on her TV and I was like, damn, that's dope. It's never, it's never lost on me. Just the fact that you take time, you spend your time listening to me. Oh, and shout out to my girl, Emma, who seemed to be the only person who was as, you know, stoked as I was about the left-right ear speaker thing from last episode. That thing, I think that was really, that was really cool. So uh, shout out to Emma, shout out to all of you for the support and this, how you show up for me. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, maestro 